It's the Kyle Hyman Show on Redeemer Radio. I mean, there's, yeah, like the giving up of sweets and that sort of thing. I think that's good. But there is something to like feeling hungry. There's something to that that I mm. think we like overlook. Um, yeah, we don't like to feel hungry. It's time for Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia Henneberry from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Wake up! So, Sister, tell me where you got your candle here. (laughs) Notice that they're trying to burn it down. Um, I don't know. (laughs) Burn it down. I don't really know. What does it say? Yeah, he leads, I follow. He leads, I follow. Yep, it's... uh, Looks like somebody made it. Oh, actually, this comes from Germany. Oh. Yeah. Handarbeit aus dem Kloster der Karmeliten. So um, <laughs> it was made in a cloistered Carmel in Bonn, I think. And, Fun and, fact. And Fun then fact. they put English, he leads, I follow. Yeah. Huh. Beats me. There you go. Do you like candles a lot? I, you know. Is that I, part of your prayer life? Um. Well, maybe. Yeah. I think I got into a habit uh, when I was still at the university and, uh, yeah, when I would, um, I had like a little sacred space and I'd pray my night prayer, light a little candle. In your like bedroom or in your office? Uh, or? in my bedroom. Okay. Yeah. I had like a little candle. So I ran out of matches actually recently. So. <laughs> <laughs> True story. I'm just lazy. So I just don't you, have matches. Are you allowed to have lighters? Um, are I mean, you, that I'm too... I'm sure it could have a lighter. Too yeah. luxurious. <laughs> Too luxurious. It's actually when we usually use lighters to make rosaries. Oh, yeah. you know, you burn. To melt the, yeah. So I was like on cord. a road trip with the basketball team once and I thought, I'm like, I just walked into a gas station and asked for some lighters. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I wonder, <laughs> <laughs> like she looked at me kind of funny. I'm like, we're not going to explain. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the story that he tells. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> One time I was working at the gas station. <laughs> So, sister, you said you wanted to talk about fasting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like these topics are either problems that you have or problems I have okay. <laughs> with ourselves, you know, and then we think maybe other people <laughs> Working it out. Yeah. have similar problems. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Journey with us. Yes, please. So. Fasting. Um, yeah, I think I thought about it, like the topic that we covered a little while ago about miracles and mm-hmm. prayer and then. That reminded me of the verse, it's in Mark's gospel, I believe. The disciples come back and they said, Jesus, we can't cast out this demon. And then Jesus tells them why. And he says, like, this one can only be cast out through prayer and fasting. Right. I think that's pretty important. And we forget. And then we are just like praying for things and want things to change and blah, blah, blah. But like, we're not, not actually like having an active faith and, you know, doing what he says. Well, and fasting is such big part, it's not like the majority of the Bible talks about fasting, but mm. it's frequent mm-hmm. that, that Jesus talks about fasting, Old Testament, there's yeah. fasting. But I feel like it's such a rare thing to talk about outside the context of Lent. It is. In yeah. modern day. And so you take it out of Catholicism and you're not really doing a whole lot for Lent. There's not a whole lot of Christianity that talks about fasting. Yeah. And part of that might just be like, we want to hear about the easy things. Right. Jesus is supposed to make me feel good. Right. <laughs> like, and again, I guess 
we keep teasing. Eventually, maybe someday we'll talk about prosperity gospel. Ooh, yes. but, but the idea of making sacrifices mm-hmm. voluntarily. Right. And I think fasting, we usually think about food, but I suppose mm-hmm. there's different ways that we can fast as well. Yeah. Especially in modern times, there's a lot of technology that we could fast from. Yeah, for sure. So uh, how would you define fasting? Oh, you know, I've been... I'm always, I always give two answers, it seems, so I'm, okay. I guess I'm going to give two answers. But um, <laughs> So, I, yeah, I think things that take our mind away from the Lord or take our focus away from Him, um, giving, giving up. those up, up. Okay. And those have the benefit of like, yeah, I desire to be closer to you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, you know, give up this thing or whatever. I suppose that could be sinful things or just distractions that aren't specifically sinful. Like, yes. It's not well, sinful to read a good book. Correct. But if you're doing that instead of prayer, right. then it's a distraction. Yes. And then there's other things that you could be fasting from that you just should be fa- bad books. Like you, you just should be that. fasting from them <laughs> right, right. in general. <laughs> like, yeah, like those, those you just should not, yeah, shouldn't be doing. So I guess that's like one side of it. Okay, and then something I've, that's taking you away from yeah, what you should be doing. Yeah. So even, yeah, if the, if it's a, even a good thing in and of itself, mm-hmm. um, but it's still like taking you from Jesus. Then, I mean, is it really a good thing? Right. You could ask that question. Um, but then on the other side, like I've been, I think, more convicted that there is something to the food, that kind of penance that we should be doing because, I mean, there's, yeah, like the giving up of sweets and that sort of thing. I think that's good. But there is something to like feeling hungry. There's something to that that I mm. think we like overlook. Yeah, we don't like to feel hungry. I've noticed like seldom, I mean, we have a very regular schedule. Like we eat the same time every day, you know. As sisters. As sisters, okay. right. I mean, yeah, usually family life Most isn't quite like that. Most people have regular meal times, but. Ish, yeah. yeah. So but you like, have a very structured right. meal schedule. Okay. So maybe the moment I would feel hungry is probably precisely the moment that I receive food <laughs> because uh-huh. it's just how my life is. But yeah, the moment that I'm hungry or like I feel a blood sugar drop or, you know, like one, it brings us back to like, yeah, I'm pretty weak or food really that big of a deal or uh, yeah, there's just like something to that that I think sets it apart from fasting from other things. But then also that it's the demon was cast out with, Prayer and fasting. Yeah. Like it wasn't just fasting alone. Right. Just making a sacrifice for the sake of a sacrifice without the prayer aspect for it. And yeah. somebody said, you know, fasting without prayer is just a diet. <laughs> yeah. It's a cleanse, you know. People yeah. are doing that nowadays. <laughs> like And I think that can uh, be maybe a distractor from fasting is I think sometimes we can think, oh, I, I could stand to lose a few pounds or this is going to help me get back on my mm-hmm. my target or whatever and it becomes a health thing mm-hmm. which i don't think there's anything inherently wrong with doing it for health reasons if it's not a prayerful thing and if you're just doing it mm-hmm. for the health benefits you're not going to get the spiritual benefits right. probably at least not as much right yeah i think like two rules of thumb of like it should never be done in isolation the church <laughs> and people have gone before me have said that that yeah either a confessor a spiritual director a group of trusted spiritual friends doing it together or okay. being in some way tied to some kind of obedience not just like i want to do this i see that especially with younger people i think the more mature and older that you are i think that you know can kind of change but 
especially with younger people, because like a perfectionist mentality can kind of creep in there or like I'm doing this, therefore the outcome should be X or whatever. So yeah, never in isolation. Um, Mm. And then, yeah, with an intention. So, I mean, I've actually been convicted by some of my like Christian friends who like, there's a decision that has to be made or the conversion of a specific person and they're fasting intentionally for that to receive something, you know, to receive a word from the Lord. Like, I want to know an answer. I want something to happen in this person's life. So I think, yeah, prayerfully having an intention for that fasting. Well, and I, if I can just validate what you're saying about mm-hmm. doing it uh, with other people, I guess we don't want to suggest that this needs to be a public thing necessarily. I think there can be a reason yeah. to do it publicly. But we're also not supposed to let our left hand know mm-hmm. what our right hand is doing. And mm-hmm. I think there's a good to be had by not constantly telling everybody, oh, I'm fasting, everybody. <laughs> oh, look how good I am. Right. Like, not with that kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did Exodus 90 mm-hmm. a couple years ago. And there's a program that continues. They call it Day 91. Mm-hmm. And there's just different spiritual reading. And it, it might do like 40 days on, you take a couple weeks off, 30 days. And there's different spiritual practices and different fasting mm-hmm. that goes along with it. It might be not eating between meals or not drinking anything but you know, water and coffee for this time. Or, you know, yeah. There's different things that we might focus on. But we have a group that we meet, five guys, mm-hmm. meet once a week, check in with each other. Yeah. We have an anchor that we're supposed to be checking in daily. That doesn't always happen. <laughs> but we're open with each other that we're doing this together. Right. But like a lot of times my wife doesn't even know what I'm giving up that time. Like mm-hmm. it's just a sacrifice that I'm doing, but I do have other guys that yeah. it helps. I, I wouldn't have explained it the way you did. I wouldn't have thought of it that way. But mm-hmm. now that you say it, like, oh yes, this is why this works. You're right. This is why this is helping me because I have these other guys and mm-hmm. uh, there's accountability there, mm-hmm. but also reminded of why we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And not just back. Like, mm-hmm. here's an obstacle that I can overcome. <laughs> Look what I can do. Tough guy. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I think that's the paradigm of the early church. The slot left by Judas was laid vacant. So they fasted and prayed or, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's multiple situations in acts of the apostles that as a community, you know, yeah, maybe not every person in the neighborhood knew, but like as a, some kind of community, they did this together. So, yeah. Is there something for somebody that doesn't do any fasting? Is there something that you would suggest as a place to start? Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like I'm just starting. You could just too, hear like but yeah. fast, like, oh, that means I'm not supposed to eat anything for a couple of days or something like that. That's Uh-oh. not. Yeah, no. Um, a few options of like, I, yeah, I think there's a value to, especially like be honest with your own, like how you eat mm-hmm. in general. Like I realize that like when I say I'm not going to eat between meals and there's times of my life where I usually just didn't. Yeah. But then when I said I'm not going to, then I wanted to. <laughs> right. So yeah, just right. pay attention right. to like what your normal eating is. Never crave a hamburger unless it's oh a Friday during lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. So like, yeah. So if sweets is a part of your usual life mm. and you give that up. Mm-hmm. So you're going to notice when that's gone. Right. Yeah, same with the liquid. Like, I think, yeah, liquids are good. Like, just water or uh-huh. just water and coffee. Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. Nothing between meals, mm-hmm. I think, is also good. Are you and, saying to do one of these or to oh, all yeah, of them? One, like, stack them. Choose from these options before, yeah, you do actual, like... Especially just starting out. Like, yeah. 
yeah, there's like value to that. Um, another one of like to like make it not look like to everyone that you're fasting, maybe each meal you only eat two to three things, you know, like you just choose whatever those are, like mm-hmm. bowl of cereal and an apple. Whereas before I'd have an, a fried egg, a toast and yogurt and fruit or yeah. something like that, you know? So it's like simple, but you might be hungry in a few hours and like, that's okay. <laughs> like I love, um, I believe, Oh, little fondly shout out. If anyone's like checked out all that beautiful artwork, but I do think there's a print that says, uh, you can do hard things. Uh-huh. One of my students sent it to me. Cause I tell her, <laughs> I tell them that all the time. Like, you know, like this complaining and like, Oh my gosh, like, yeah, we think it's hard and we think that's the end of the world, but like, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Like you can do hard things. <laughs> yeah. And I think, um, one time as part of my Lenten thing I did, I love condiments. Hmm. And so like barbecue sauce or ketchup, I just okay. smother it. For me, a lot of the foods are just a vehicle for me to get like hot sauce and salsa, like chips and salsa. Like I could just drink the salsa, but it looks more dignified if I <laughs> pile it on a chip. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and so I just did no condiments as part of what yeah. I was doing. And to me, that was a sacrifice because this burger does not taste as good without Oof. the ketchup on it. Yeah. But it still keeps me going. I mean, it's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's fine, it's, but it was a sacrifice. I, one thing to ask, though, and maybe this is a disclaimer, there's people that have eating disorders and yeah. things like that where there's probably some people that should not fast. Correct. Uh, maybe yes. even health issues, mm-hmm. diabetics or mm-hmm. elderly or, or pregnant or right. whatever, different reasons that you shouldn't fast in the traditional way of sacrificing a significant amount of nutrition mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, people with like health issues and like you need to... Maybe consult a doctor yes. if, if you think that yes. this could be a hazardous to your health. Yeah, But also in, in addition to it helping your prayer life and this being a sacrifice that you make, I think also it can be a training grounds for uh, denying yourself mm-hmm. of a temporal pleasure. Yeah, And so our body says, I want to put that food in my mouth. And we say, no, I'm not going to give you what you want. Mm-hmm. And then whenever we're tempted to lie or cheat or do something else that we're not supposed to do, like my body wants to do this thing. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a, a sexual desire mm-hmm. that you have. You say, no, I'm not going to give you that thing because that is not good for me. Yeah. And by saying no in these sometimes unimportant things, condiments, sweets, mm-hmm. it's not the end of the world. Yes, maybe you're healthier by not putting an extra piece of pie in your mouth or whatever, <laughs> but those things that are less important, you're training yourself so that whenever something is important, when you're tempted to sin, you can say, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I think there's a almost a practical mm-hmm, mm-hmm. benefit in addition to the spiritual yeah. benefit. I think we don't realize like what, yeah, us as like embodied persons really means. Like, so yeah, what we do through our body can have that effect that we are kind of now like open to this, yeah, that grace of the moment to like say no when we really should because through this experience the Lord's shown us like, hey, you, you can do this. Mm-hmm. Like with me, you can do this. Also then like with why our whole tradition, like when people wanted to get closer to the Lord, they fasted and prayed, Yeah, you know? So then like that spiritualization of, you know, that hunger, like that's not just like a mind trick. What happens on our body can have an effect in our soul. So mm-hmm. like being open to that and like, letting that like speak, you know, 
have that be the part of our prayer that's rising up to the Lord. Like, yeah, I'm like hungry right now, but if I'm really being honest, like, yeah, shouldn't like my desire for you be even more than that? Shouldn't I like, um, yeah. <laughs> well, and another place to start for people, you know, we're supposed to give up meat during Fridays of Lent. Mm-hmm. It used to be all Fridays. You and still then, should do something. And on the church yeah. said, you don't have to give up meat on those other Fridays, but you should do some kind of active right. penance, some kind of sacrifice, mm-hmm. some kind of fasting. And so maybe the easiest is to just do meat, which mm-hmm. is what my family chooses to do. But if you just decided you want to do something every Friday, first of all, that's what the church asks you to do. Correct. <laughs> and so that might be a good place to start for fasting to say mm-hmm. that every Friday I'm going to do this, whether it be giving up meat or not mm-hmm. eating between meals or not eating sweets or yeah. uh, whatever it might be, maybe not going on social media for the day, some kind of sacrifice that might be a good yeah. place to start. Start with Fridays. Yeah, Fridays. I think, yeah, having a starting point, ending point was like, it's this day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not in some like indefinite period of time. And it's also interesting to me to see when, I love it whenever science kind of catches up to faith. Mm. And now they're saying all of these benefits of like intermittent fasting and <laughs> all this stuff, like <laughs> like health mm-hmm. benefits, but also like mental benefits, like more alert and all this thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, that sounds like stuff the Catholic Church has been doing for about 2,000 years. <laughs> 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 There's actually a practical benefit to it as well. Yeah, so. yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on fasting? Ooh, uh, yeah, do it. Okay. You can do it. <laughs> you can do hard things, right? That's, you can do hard things. You can do hard things. <laughs> yeah. You can do it fast. Wow. That was... That's... You can do hard things fast. So I don't even... I don't know. I'm not even sure about the comma, that. No comma. Um, you can do hard things dash fast. I feel like that's, you know, like, <laughs> do hard things fast. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Sister Ignatia. Oh, thank you. For more shows, check out kylehyman.com. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, remember to leave room for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit.